Now, you'll forgive me, please, but I must inject what may seem at first to be the personal note. Ladies and gentlemen, it would appear that during the course of this past week, there have been circulated rumors, rumors evil, unfounded, and unfair, nasty, vile rumors whose sources I cannot place and whose origins I'm at a loss to discover. It has been said that I will perform the role of Huckleberry Finn. You'll all be relieved, I'm sure, to hear from my own lips that this is not the case. It must be said, however, in all candor, that I restrain myself none too easily to be huckleberry thin even for an hour. This was not likely to be put to one side. However, I'm as happy as possible and as proud as I really ought to be to welcome now to the Campbell Playhouse that gifted and very young performer who will be huckleberry thin and who is actually Jackie Cooper. I'm mighty proud to meet you, Mr. Wells. Huckleberry Finn, any friend of Mark Twain's is always welcome here. Mr. Twain did right proud by me in his story, didn't he? Right proud is a bit of an understatement, Huck. Well, when I think of the very beginning of the book, you don't know about me without you've read a book by the name of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. But then I thought you wasn't going to play Huckleberry Finn, Mr. Wells. Oh, pardon me. All right, Huck. You don't know about me without you have read a book by the name of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. But that ain't no matter. That book was, uh, that book was made by Mr. Mark Twain, and he told the truth mainly. There were some stretches in it, but then I never seen anybody but lie one time or another, without it was Aunt Polly or the witty Douglas. Anyways, that book winds up by Tom and me finding the money that the robbers hid in the cave, and it made us rich. And the widow Douglas, she took me for a son and allowed she would civilize me. It was rough at first, going to school every day and living in the house all the time, considering how dismal, regular, and decent the widow was in all her ways. But mostly, things was going pretty smooth. That is, till the night I killed a spider. I was a-setting in my room... Can't I have just a paragraph or two, Huck? No more than a paragraph or two. Thank you. Well, Huck was a-sitting in his room, tired and lonesome, trying to think of something cheerful, but it was no use. He felt so lonesome, he most wished he was dead. The stars were shining, the leaves rustled in the woods ever so mournfully. There was an owl away off a hoo-hooing about somebody that was dead. A dog crying about somebody that was going to die, and the wind was trying to whisper something to him. Way out in the woods, he heard that kind of a sound that a ghost makes. He wants to tell something that's on his mind. The candle was almost burned away. That's more than a paragraph or two, Mr. Wells. All right. That's right, Mr. Wells. When this here spider went crawling up my shoulder, I flipped it off and it lit in the candle. And before I could budget, it was all shriveled up. I didn't need Miss Watson's slave, Jim, to tell me that that was an awful bad sign and would fetch me some bad luck. But I thought maybe I might as well know the worst. Because then the thought of my pap came into my mind. Mighty powerful. Folks claimed, you know, that my pap was dead. But something inside me told me better. So I put out the candle and climbed out the window and shinned down the lightning rod and started out for Jim's place. For Jim had a hairball as big as your fist, which had been took out of the fourth stomach of an ox, and he could do magic with it. There's a spirit inside that knows everything, huh? What you want to know now, huh? Think about your pap? Pretty considerable. Well, let me see. Let me see. What this spirit done say? He say... He say your old father don't know yet what he going to do. Sometimes he expect he'll go away, and then again he expect he stay. 
best way is to rest easy and let the old man take his own way. But Jim's all right. You're going to have considerable trouble in your life and considerable joy. Sometimes you're going to get hurt. And sometimes you're going to get sick. But every time you're going to get well again. He wants to keep away from the water as much as you can. And don't run no risks. He's just down in the bills that you want to get hung. Thank you, Jim. It isn't everybody can rest easy and know for sure he's going to be hung. I was kind of low-spirited next morning. And I went down to the front garden and clumb over the stile where you go through the highboard fence. There was an inch of new snow on the ground, and I seen somebody's tracks. I didn't notice anything at first, but next I did. There was a cross in the left heel boot made with big nails to keep off the devil. Then I knew. 